this is another one of those series that sort of had this 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 like re like insurgence of its story kind of pushed back out there into the world simply because you know maybe for nostalgic reasons in a way for a film series that's only six films long with most of them coming out 20 20 years ago 25 years ago you know when did the first film come out was it 96 i believe scream scream one was 1996 and scream one okay let's let's just start this off right off the bat i'm not gonna bash the series i'm not even gonna bash the most recent film which is what this entry is essentially gonna be about all i'm saying is for them to just continue to do this thing where they're coming out with these rebooted versions but they're still what's the word they call it a requel these requel of films that were really big and did tremendously well from years ago for what like i just i don't understand what the purpose of it is for you know the idea of scream in and of itself is great every scream film i believe has had its fair share of positive and negative reviews i think the 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 worst one of the series i believe critical wise is i want to say three i don't think a lot of people like three which is why after that film came out, it was sort of like, not like a downward spiral, but they weren't really trying to push the series anymore. You know, you're talking about the first two films came out to, you know, tremendous box office numbers and tremendous ratings and reviews. You know, I want to say the first film is renowned as probably one of the best horror films of the 90s for a lot of people, but in general, just like story-wise, it is a concept that cannot be matched and it is a trendsetter. I'm if that hasn't been said before, I'm going to say it now. If this doesn't have like ratings that are within the 80s or the 90% on anything, I'm going to be a little worried and a little concerned simply because I feel like this needs to sort of be a more spoken about film for years to come. This has to be something that kind of people do idolize as being this archetype of a film. And I, I don't know um, if a lot of people really do give it that level of appreciation. And then you have Scream 2. And Scream 2 was so tremendous, it's like the only one in the series to be released in theaters twice. Like, it had an initial... I remember this very, very much. It had an initial run of um, maybe what's a normal movie run? Three months? Then it went out. And then they were like, all right, we're going to do this again. And then it went back in theaters for like another month and a half. That's how big Scream 2 was. And it's just as good as the first one, continuing the story of um, Sidney Prescott and, you know, the 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 issues surrounding her, I guess you can say. You know, she is sort of the center of attention in all of these films, which becomes precedent as you go through the films and you see, okay, she is the 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 archetype. She she is your um, protagonist. She's your hero. She's your final girl throughout all of these films. You have a lot of other characters that pop up. You know, you have um, Courtney Cox's character that pops up. Um, uh, David Arquette. I don't know why his name escaped me. David Arquette keeps popping up, and you have you know all of these returning characters that are still playing their roles for the story. And then you have that first initial three films 
They're released over, like, I think a four or five year period. And then after, like, 2000, the films just kind of, you know, we don't see them for a while. And then in, like, 2010, you get Scream 4. Now, Scream 4 rolls around, and it's, you know, obviously, again, reviewed sort of well, but I don't, like... I don't remember it all that well, but I do want to say that I think it's still reviewed well because it's one of the last ones that Wes Craven directed. He's only directed four or even have any connections. I don't know if he has any connections to the the recent two, but between Scream and Scream 4, he plays a part. He is the um, director of all four of them. I believe he's also the producer of at least three of them. I don't know if he's the writer of any of them, but when you got Wes Craven directing, you know you're going to have good films regardless of the fact. Um, But I do believe that uh, financial-wise, Scream 4 wasn't that good financially. I don't think it did that well financially at all. And so what happens is, you know, this film kind of just disappears, doesn't do what people are kind of expecting it to do, you know, maybe the feelings are kind of mixed, but then it goes back in the vault and nobody touches it because they realized a 10-year hiatus from the film series isn't good enough to kind of bring people's attention back to it enough to make it count, at least for this film series. So another 10 years goes by, and then what do we get? We get Scream, which is essentially Scream 5, but it's the beginning of this requel, this resurgence of the story. Now, it doesn't 100% follow Nev Campbell's character of Sidney Prescott, but she is involved. And that's what I think is a really a really good concept. I believe that that Scream from 2022 has a great concept backing it up. And that concept is that you continue the story You get a lot of the main players from the original, but then you also make it where you are also torch passing at the exact same time, because that's really what this is. This is torch passing while also rebooting, while also sequeling, and it's very smart. You know, that screen from a a year or so ago is really, really good. I really enjoyed that film from start to finish because it did all the same things that the first film did while also incorporating a lot of today's most common horror movie tropes and exploiting those in a way and then pulling in Nev Nev Campbell's character, Sidney Prescott, as sort of this survivor who's left alone in a way, whereas somebody else is becoming the target. And who is that somebody else? It's uh, Melissa Barrera's character, who is essentially Richie, the the murderer from the first one, uh, daughter. It's Richie's daughter. So that little connection still makes it where it's a continuation while also doing all of the same things over again in a way and sort of making it new. And then what's the concept? Well, the concept is crazy horror fans don't like the horror movies that come out. So they want to make their own horror movie, and what better to do it than to pull in the legendary Sidney Prescott and then have her be murdered, and then this story will become a movie. It's it's very interesting, while also being a little weird, but executed extremely well. So that's what the first one gives you. Then comes the controversy. So, before filming 
for the sixth installment, the one we got this year, a lot of stuff happened between Nev Campbell and the production company, between Nev Campbell and Paramount Pictures, based on what she was looking for as far as coming back to the film and this sort of the, the issue she was having behind the scenes. She she wouldn't come back if they didn't sort of meet her demands. And I don't mean to say that in a negative tone, because essentially what she was saying was, I don't feel you are valuing me at where I believe I should be valued for this series. And that's absolutely true. No one's watching these films without Nev Campbell. I believe the, the sixth installment did relatively well, but I think like, like maybe critically I think it's good as well but I don't want to say that for the fans it's up there with what they were expecting simply because any true diehard Scream fan is more than likely really pissed that Sydney is just kind of not involved and they don't even the one thing you gotta be happy about is she doesn't, she doesn't get killed off blindly they don't just say yeah she got them so there is a uh, a an extension. There is a branch for Nev Campbell to walk across to get back into it and get involved in another one, which I believe there is another one because I believe this is the same thing that what they did with Halloween. They they did a Halloween requel, which was Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween's Ends. So I believe there's another one coming out. Don't 100% quote me on that because again, if there is going to be a Scream 7, I don't know if it's also down to its critical response, its um, financial success, but ha not having Neb Campbell for another one. If you're saying that 7 is going to be the end of it and that's where they're going to leave the story, sort of how they did with Halloween, it's going to piss a lot of people off if Neb Campbell doesn't get her sort of air quotes demands met and i'm not even saying i'm really trying not to say that in a negative tone where she's being some sort of hollywood princess she's not she just knows her worth and i fully back that if you know that you are worth something and this and these production companies aren't going to give you what you're worth because you're going to be what makes this movie successful don't fucking do it you know what i'm saying i'm all aboard don't fucking do it and not having her in that last film kind of sucks. It kind of really sucks to not have her. She's been involved in five of the six films. You can't not have her for the last one. If you want to leave this one back there and go and say, oh, maybe we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll retcon it or we'll come up with a better excuse when we write the script for the seventh film. Maybe, but you got to get her back. And you have to end this story on a really good note because truthfully speaking, when it comes to six, I'm not that satisfied with it. I'm not a hundred percent on board with what that ending was sort of like, because again, we're talking about films that need that twist to sort of matter. And to me, that idea that it's the, the police detective and these are his two kids and they were able to sort of hide that it's, to me, I don't want to say it's lazy, but it's poor writing. It's not what I was expecting. And now the film starts off tremendous, and it progresses really, really well. But then it gets to that ending, and the ending gets sour. It's almost like they wrote this amazing story, and they were botching the ending, and they couldn't figure out what they were going to do. What can we do? Who are we going to have be the main killer? Or blah, 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 blah. And then they botch it. That's that's my personal opinion. I think the ending to six is a botch, and I don't think it's up to par. Simply because I don't, 
I don't feel the story they were trying to build throughout that movie that led up to that sort of twist at the end. I don't think it was meant to be there in a way. I feel like there was something else. And because of them losing Nev Campbell, they had to sort of make it make sense. Or maybe it was one way. And I don't know if that was really the ending that it's supposed to be. I'm just, I'm disappointed. I'm somebody who is going on record saying I'm disappointed with the ending of scream six. Now, again, will they continue? This is the whole Nev Campbell thing going to kind of leave this series dead in the water. Does it get enough backlash because of not having Neb Campbell or being known that you're a production company that's not going to pay somebody what they're worth because they are the main character of the story. They are going to be worth every penny. So if you don't pay her what she's worth for that very last film that you might end off the series with, my personal opinion, you're going to regret it. 